When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumpacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumpacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Harbin, your host of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network as a part of Fans First Sports Network. Well, folks, it's finally happened. Yes, the NFL schedule has been released. Finally, everyone can take a deep exhalation. And uh, I, you know, I got to be honest, before we even talk about news or anything that's related to news, I, I'm fine with the speculation like surrounding the NFL draft, the mock drafts and stuff, because they all genuinely have a purpose. Some of the stuff with this NFL schedule, it, I don't know. I told you about this on Wednesday, the fake accounts, things like that. I just don't get it. And this is something for me, you know, the NFL teases out certain games and people trying to piece together the, the schedule when it's just released at eight o'clock and the Steelers release their schedule. Um, there were leaks prior to that were accurate and the Steelers schedule. We'll be going over that in the second half. So stay tuned for that and stay tuned to the very end for a very special uh, heart to heart. But still, it's one of those things where, you know, now that the schedule's over, like the schedule release is over. Now there's, there's not much unknown about this Steelers team. We're going to talk about that before we do that. Let's talk a little bit about Arthur Millette. Uh, I know that other shows have brought this up. I know Dave Schofield brought it up on the stat key talking about how his release only saved the team about uh, $850,000 after displacement. Turns out it was kind of a mutual thing. 
Arthur Millette went to the Steelers, probably didn't like the Chandon Sullivan was signed. I, I think the Steelers might have asked him to take a pay cut, and he said, look, just release me. And they said, okay. And so they they cut Arthur Millette. A lot of Steeler fans, uh, if you listen to the Curtain Call podcast with Jeffrey Benedict and Shannon White, I mean, Jeffrey Benedict is not sure what the Steelers are going to do. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll find something just like they found Arthur Millette before he came to the Steelers in 2021. I think they'll have options at that spot. So Arthur Millette no longer on the team. Uh, Dave Schofield and my uh, way too early <laughs> predictions for the roster already take a hit as we had Arthur Millette making the, the team over Chandon Sullivan. So we'll see. We shall see. But like I said, the schedule has been released. And this unknown, all the unknown things, when you think about this past offseason, and I guess you could probably say this for every offseason, but this past offseason, I mean, there was so much unknown about this Steelers team. The 2023 Steelers. I mean, just think about, just think about the narratives. That's it for right now. Just think about the narratives, okay? Like, you think about Omar Khan's first real offseason. That's offseason with free agency. Yes, I know he made the trade for Chase Claypool to the Bears last year. I know he brought in Larry Ogunjobi. I know that those moves were made by Omar Khan, but this was his first go at it, really, from the start of the league year all the way through. That was an unknown. Also, Omar Khan's first NFL draft, another huge unknown. We all said that we loved the free agent additions that he made and the front office made this past offseason, but we all said, oh, there's a caveat, though. What about the first draft? Like, What exactly you know, is that going to look like? So I think that he aced those tests. Nonetheless, that's no longer an unknown. That is no longer an unknown. That is a known fact about the Steelers. Also, like Kenny Pickett's leadership was uh, a lot of people wondered, you know, how is that going to fit? Kenny Pickett as the quarterback of the Steelers seems to have embraced that seems to be the leader that everyone wants and hopes him to be. That narrative has kind of been squashed as well. The one that has not been squashed is the Matt Canada offensive coordinator. And that ties into the other narrative. The other narrative of the offensive line being completely overhauled. I mean, think about this. I thought about this on my way home from work the other day. They had the five starters all returning. You know, you had Dan Moore, Kevin Dodson, Mason Cole, James Daniels, and then you had Chooks Akora for a right tackle. No one would have blamed the front office if they would have said, we're just running it back. Let's bring them all back. But no, they shuffled the deck completely. Isaac Samalo, Nate Herbig. You, uh, you, you start moving some pieces. Obviously, Broderick Jones is a draft pick. Darnell Washington. Now... That's totally different. So this is what comes to the one narrative that has not been, it's not going to be known until the season actually gets here. And that is, is Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator that can get the job done is Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator that can actually say, you know what? We've got the pieces in place. Let's now go out and execute. We're not sure about that. Those are just the narratives though. When you look at what actually took place, then that's something different altogether. And you look at just free agency. The players in, I mentioned Sayamalo, Herbig. You talk about Holcomb, Roberts, re-signing of players, Larry Ogunjobi, DeMonte KZ. Uh, you know, you you bring in, um, you, you, well, I guess sometimes you just talk about the players that they let go. You know, you don't sign Cam Sutton to a deal. A lot of people thought that they wanted him to return. Terrell Edmonds leaves the team. 
you bring in Patrick Peterson. I forgot about him. I don't know how I forgot about them, but still you bring in Patrick Peterson and you have this players in versus players out that all on the, the, the roster is still, uh, it's still going through changes. You talk about Millette being released. You talk about Shannon Sullivan being signed on the third day of the draft. And yes, there's still going to be a few signings here or there, but this roster, the unknown is pretty much behind us. You look at the NFL draft. It's in the books, seven drafted players, seven undrafted players. The 90 man roster slowly getting filled out as rookie minicamp starts up soon. Today, the 12th is the first day of rookie minicamp. So really interesting stuff about the, the remember these unknown things. And now the 2023 schedule, well, it's out. We knew who the opponents were. We knew the locations. We just didn't know what weeks they were playing. When is the buy? All that stuff. We know that now. We know that everything is done. So you have to now wonder, like, okay, so you're looking at the 2023 Steelers. What is left? What's left? What's next? I mean, what's left? What's left to be unknown? There's really not much. You have rookie minicam coming up. I talked about that 12th to the 14th this weekend. You're going to have OTA phase three, which also encompasses mandatory minicamp, which is at the beginning of June. And then you have that lull, that lull of, I guess it's most of June and July where that's there's, there's hopefully no news news during that time is never positive. It is always of the negative of the negative kind. So you have that lull before training camp, but the roster is essentially set. There's no more unknown there. The schedule is known. There is no more unknown there. The offseason is all but over, folks. These offseason workouts are the last thing before the Steelers get back on the field in Latrobe, in front of fans, getting ready for the games that actually matter. There are really no more questions or unknowns. We can sit here and debate until we're blue in the face about what are they going to do at this position? Are they going to sign another player? Uh, would they? Let's give you an example. Will they bring back someone like Miles Jack, or will they sign a free agent pass rusher that's still out there on the open market? We can talk about that all we want, and we will. We will because well, and during that lull that I mentioned, you have to fill the space. But really, when I look at this, I look at how little is left of the unknowns for the Steelers. What you see is basically what you get when it comes to the 90 man offseason roster. And I know there's probably a lot of people out there that are thinking, well, they could still move some people around. I don't see people getting traded. Um, I was listening, I think it was a Steelers fix. They were talking about whether Kevin Dotson might be able to garner a sixth or seventh round draft pick. If the Steelers deem that he's not needed anymore as he's still in a rookie contract. I doubt that's going to happen. And if it does, it's not going to happen anytime soon. Could there be extensions given out? Dave Schofield's been saying this for weeks, months almost. They don't do that until training camp. That's when they do their extensions. That's when they restructure someone like TJ Watt's contract to free up space. They've already re restructured Minka Fitzpatrick's contract to free up space. It's just how it works. So these unknowns, they're, they're pretty much it. That's pretty much it. The Steelers have done a lot of work this offseason. And I think most people would say they've done positive work this offseason, rebuilding the offensive line, adding to the defensive line, a very successful NFL draft by almost every metric you can find. 
Has it been enough? Well, we won't know that for sure. But the one thing we do know is that these unknown factors that we've all talked about ad nauseum for the last some oh shoot going back to January, well they're they're not unknown anymore. They're not unknown. So it's time to buckle up. I hope you all are ready. I know I'm ready. Uh, this schedule. I'm gonna get. I'm, we're gonna diagnose this schedule in the second half. We're gonna talk about games to watch, things we like, things we don't like. Make sure you check out the Steelers preview, by the way. Myself, Dave Schofield, and Brian Davis as we did our own schedule prediction. I took it serious this year, okay? I took it serious. Go check that out. See what we have for win-loss totals and all that fun stuff. And make sure you stay till the end of this show for a very special heart-to-heart. You know, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive headfirst into the schedule. We'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back. It is Friday. It's the second half. We're, hey, Jeremy, Jerome, Betsy, all bets are off segment is here. We are here to diagnose this schedule. I teased it, said we're going to do this in the second half of the show. Jeremy, what's going on? Going great, man. Every time you get the lineup on paper ready to talk if these if these teams are, are going to be challenges for the Steelers, how the Steelers can can match up against all of these uh, teams that they have on the schedule and what order it's going to be in. Always fun. I love the schedule release. It's it's 
it's another part of the off season that just uh, makes being a football fan. Great. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and we're just going to kind of do a, a quick gloss over game by game, just kind of your initial thoughts of the game. So the Steelers, they have a home opener for the first Ooh. time in like eight years. I They're know. starting at Acrisure stadium and they are hosting the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to give you my thoughts right away is that there's a good chance the 49ers really don't know who their quarterback is at this time. Who yeah. knows if Brock Purdy will be ready? Who knows if Trey Lance is any good? And who knows if Sam Darnold's even in the mix? But, Jeremy, what were your thoughts when you saw Sam Fran coming to town? Uh, it's one of those ones, again, the last couple of years, Bengals last year and then Bills the year before, where you're getting a really good team, potentially, a, a team that has Super Bowl aspirations, uh, early in the season in week one and maybe a chance to ride your well-coached team and your defense to an early victory. Hopefully that was kind of my first thought was awesome. Let's get San Fran. Let's get one of these good teams out of the way in week one. The fact that it's at home and the fact that like you mentioned, this team might not know who its quarterback is. That makes it even, even better for Pittsburgh. Give Mike Tomlin more than a week to plan for a team, and he typically does well. Keep that yes. in, your, in the back of your mind, too. Now, week two, they stay at home, but it's a Monday nighter against Cleveland, another early season primetime. Remember last year's week three, a Thursday night affair in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. This one's in Pittsburgh. Thoughts? I'm not a huge fan of primetime games against Cleveland. I love it when it happens at 1 o'clock on Sunday. That's the Steelers' time <laughs> to beat up on the Browns. But, hey, you, you take what you can get. The Browns have a chance to put together a an interesting season in the AFC North, just like all four of these teams do. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think this is the best division in football in 2023, and all four of these teams will have a shot at the playoffs uh, as the year closes. So got to get this win early if you're Pittsburgh and, and set your foundation as a team to beat in the AFC North. Yeah, I agree. You, you got to win at least. You have to split at least in your division. They did that last year. You hope to steal a, a season sweep, and I predicted yes. it would be Cleveland this year would be the team that they they do that. So being at home on primetime, I like that. Mike Tomlin's home Monday night record is very, very good. Yes. And then they stay in primetime in week three. They go out to the desert, Las Vegas Raiders in week three on Sunday night football. What do you think about this one? A rematch of one of the best games uh, of the year for the Steelers last year, and I, I like the matchup for Pittsburgh. I think – the Raiders come in with troubles on defense typically and an offense that's going through some transitions. So I like, I like this matchup for the Steelers. And if, if you're going to have one of these uh, West teams on the road, then, then this is the the one to do it. I think so uh, much rather do that than travel to LA for the chargers or KC for the chiefs. The, give me the Raiders. Yeah, I I'm, I really don't have much feeling. I love the Steelers and and Raiders. That that's just a classic yeah, matchup. Classic. Just like the the 49ers are such a storied franchise. Just like this the Steelers are. It was just great. Uh, so hey, another primetime game, and then you go to Week Four. Finally, a one o'clock game since Week One. The Houston Texans on the road. This is going to be interesting, just based on what the Houston Texans yeah. have done this offseason, mainly in the draft. What are your thoughts about C.J. Stroud versus the Steelers' defense? Yeah, that's going to be a fun one for Pittsburgh. And I trust Mike Tomlin against rookie quarterbacks, but I think Stroud will probably have the shortest learning curve of any of the quarterbacks coming in. I think Bryce Young's going to have to, to figure out how he can 
manipulate the pocket to uh, eliminate his height disadvantage. And then Richardson, obviously unrefined, unpolished. Same with Will Levis. So CJ Stroud steps in as the unquestioned starter in Houston, and he's he's ready to rock and roll. So how do the Steelers respond to that? This is a young team that's going to be fighting for everything this year, nothing to lose this year. So watch out, Pittsburgh. Don't get uh, upset by the yeah. hopefully lesser Houston Texans in this type of matchup. Yeah, on the road, I still remember yeah. the game against, I think it was Derek Carr and the, yes. uh, no, it wasn't Derek, it was David. David Carr and the Texans, they were atrocious, and the Steelers held them like 45 yards of offense and lost yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to bring that up. Okay, let's go to week five. <laughs> week five, what's really crazy, because this is my first time really looking at the schedule. Uh, it, it literally was just released not too long ago. And they host the Baltimore Ravens Sunday, October 8th at 1 o'clock. They have three home games in this stretch, two of which are division home games. You got to take care of business in those division games, Baltimore, Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. That's a big one. What do you think about that? Yeah, you definitely need to start out on the right foot at home against the Ravens and with Baltimore kind of settling in on offense, having signed Lamar Jackson, really there's no excuses left for them. Todd Monken comes in as the offensive coordinator out of Georgia to really help that passing attack. It's going to be a different Ravens offense than the Steelers have faced. How do they adjust? And uh, if you are, if you're going to make a statement as the Steelers, this is a fantastic time to do it at home against the Ravens team that as you'll, you'll see in all the hoopla and hype heading into the season is going to be highly regarded going into 2023. Yes, and this you're probably going to get Lamar Jackson here. You know, you talk about games yeah. late in the season. He might be banged up and not playing. You're probably going to get Lamar. And the Steelers faithful, we've all said it since he signed the contract, good, because he typically doesn't play too well against Pittsburgh. And be careful what you wish for. Nonetheless, yeah, week six, my father taught me at a young age, Jeff, the first thing you do when you see the schedule is you look for the bye week. That's right. Week six, bye week. Nah, I'm not a fan of that. Really not a fan of that. I love those. Week eight, week nine, bye weeks. What yeah. do you, you agree with me, or do you you do not care? A week's off, I, a week, a week off. I do. Week off. No, I I do agree with you. I like it like between the halfway and two thirds point of the season. That yeah. to me is the best time for a bye. But if you're going to have an early bye after playing Baltimore, that's a good time to have it. Good point. And before they have to travel across country again across for the country. L.A. Rams. So that'll give them a little bit of flexibility. They go week seven at the Rams, a 4.05 start. Uh, this is a game that who knows what to expect from the Rams and who knows yeah. what to expect from the Steelers with Kenny Pickett when they go across country. We know with Ben Roethlisberger, that was a recipe for disaster. What do you think? Yeah, um, I remember going to a game in Pittsburgh against the, the Rams in 2019 without Ben Roethlisberger, and we took care of business with Mason uh, Rudolph back there, yep. but you're you're right. It's a different animal heading out to the West Coast. I think, if I'm correct, this will be the Steelers' first time playing in the new SoFi Stadium, unless they played the Chargers there. They a played the Chargers ago. there in Did 2021. They? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so first time hosting the or getting hosted by the Rams, correct? Which is the team of LA, if you will. So they're going to be yeah. a little louder, a, a little fewer Steelers fans in the building. So that's going to be interesting. Can the Steelers break the West Coast curse? They're going to have a chance to prove it early this season with a Las Vegas trip and uh, an LA trip. After the Rams trip, the Steelers have three straight games at home. 
They host the Jacksonville Jaguars at one o'clock. That's in week eight, week nine, a Thursday night game against Tennessee. Again, staying at home. So there's no travel involved there. That's a good plus. And then week 10, the green Bay Packers come to Pittsburgh. Jordan love, not Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers. there. What do you think about that three game stretch? So I think Jacksonville is obviously the most intriguing of the three teams right now because they are a playoff winner in 2022 with the incredible comeback against the those Los Angeles Chargers we've been talking about. And they look to be on the rise. Their defense is going to be better this year. The offense continues to grow with Trevor Lawrence back there. So they're the team that scares me the most of these three. I like that they get the Jaguars at home. But historically, Jeff, I don't I don't believe Mike Tomlin has done well against Jacksonville either. That has been an area of struggle for Pittsburgh, even at home. Roethlisberger's five interception game. You talk about yep. the playoff loss. So new new year, new coach, new system for Jacksonville, but that's going to be intriguing. But I like the Steelers' ability to, to take care of business potentially. Thursday night football against Tennessee, and then on Sunday at one against the Packers. I like it. So that's the third primetime game already for the team on the schedule. And then they go to -to back-to-back road division games. They wrap up their season series with the Cleveland Browns in week 11, a one o'clock game and at Sunday, that's November 19th. So that's good because, you know, the weather always sucks in Cleveland, but it won't be as bad in early November compared to like a December game. And then they go to, that Paycor Dump Stadium in Cincinnati <laughs> playing the Bengals for the first time in the season, not until week 12. They did this with the Ravens a couple years ago. They're doing it now with the Bengals. Still, though, a 1 o'clock tilt. What do you think about those two road divisional games? Uh, another litmus test for Pittsburgh late in the season. These teams are going to have found out who they are by this point, and you're hoping that Pittsburgh has an identity and and an ability to kind of be the bullies of the AFC North again. And with it being that second matchup against Cleveland, if you've won the first one, obviously you're looking for the sweep. If you lost the first one, then it's revenge time. But don't forget Steelers fans that the Bengals have kind of had the Steelers number the last couple of years. So getting, getting into Cincy and taking care of business for the second year in a row would be huge for Pittsburgh. And I think, if, if the Steelers manage to be healthy and still clicking at this point that it, you get two wins here and, and you're looking at a team that has a chance to be dangerous down the stretch. I agree hundred percent. And that's, it's like you said, it's a litmus test. You know, you yeah. got to win these divisional games. Like that's Mike Tom. And you hear him talk with anyone and he says the same thing. You got to take care of business in the division first. So then the Steelers in their final six games, they've got three at home three on the road. They have back-to-back home games week 13. They host the Arizona Cardinals, and then they prepare for the new England Patriots in week 14 on a short week, another Thursday night game. The Steelers are one of the teams that I wouldn't say are benefiting from two Thursday night games, but that's a change the NFL implemented this year. The teams could have more than one Thursday nighter. They can be flexed, but what do you think about those two home games? So I like the matchup against the Cardinals. It's one of those, teams that you're expecting probably not to have a good year. Their roster's pretty decimated throughout as far as not having high-end talent. And they had a good draft. They're on the right track, but it's going to be a a rough go for the Cardinals this year, I believe. So I like the Steelers in that matchup. And personally, taking 
hopefully this is not one of those games where the Steelers are looking ahead to Thursday night against an AFC opponent and overlook the team that is not doing so great on, on a Sunday afternoon and you end up with a surprise loss there. But I think that New England game is – it's great that, yeah, the Steelers have two Thursday night games, but it's great that they're both at home. That's yeah. a, a good advantage for Pittsburgh as far as wins and losses go. So I like hosting New England there. And the Patriots are going to be an interesting team this year. What are they? I think that's the biggest question. You, you don't know how they're going to be on offense. They're expected to have a pretty good defense, but is it going to be enough? And are they going to be beat up in their own division? Kind of like the Steelers. These are two teams with a lot of questions that need answered. So the team who wins it could be uh, taking an inside track on maybe the second wild card spot, maybe even the third wild card spot at this point. So it could have playoff implications in week 14 for Pittsburgh. So three of their last four games are on the road. I don't know what schedule you're looking at right now. I'm looking at the Steelers official app, which is yeah. from their website and they do not have a date and time for the Indianapolis Colts listed yes. uh, as, as of right now. Um, how it just refreshed on me. Yeah, it says to be determined. I don't understand how they can have that week 15 game be to be determined, uh, but it's on the road. Then the Steelers come back and host the Bengals in week 16. Mm -hmm. That's December 23rd. I believe that's a Saturday, it if is. I am not mistaken. So yeah. as a father of five, and you have a young child as well, the Steelers get through the holidays without any uh, without any games, which is a huge plus for me. And yes, then I week 17, they go across country to the Seattle Seahawks. And then and they actually have a little extended break because of the Saturday game against the Bengals. They play on Sunday against the Seahawks and they finish up week 18. I always know that week 18 is a to be determined because they're going to flex those games in quarter. Yes. You know, according to importance. What do you think about that final four game stretch there, Jeremy? Man, this is again with these being on the road. Uh, you like having Cincinnati at home on that Saturday. That's that's a good break for the Steelers, but. What I look at in this stretch here is week 17 to week 18, West Coast all the way back to East Coast, and you got to play two really tough teams. I expect Seattle to be very good. I expect Baltimore to be right there in the mix, as they always are. This could be one of those classic Steelers-Ravens games that makes a difference when you're talking playoff race. As a Steelers fan, you're, you're hoping that's the case because you hope Steelers are in the race here. Baltimore is going to be a tough out, especially on the road, and that travel is is less than ideal. So that's going to be a tough two-game stretch there for Pittsburgh, really tough three-game stretch because Cincinnati is obviously no joke as well. Indianapolis, young team, they could surprise some people this year with athleticism across the board on offense and defense, but of the four, I would say that's the one that that concerns you the least as far as what the Steelers are going to have to deal with in, in their final push for the playoffs. They're going to have to unleash hell in December. That's they for are. sure. Uh, you look at the December games that, you know, you Arizona, you got, you got to win that one. We talked about that. Then Thursday night against new England at home, the Colts. Yes. Anthony Richardson is probably going to be the quarterback at that point. If not the whole season, you should probably win that game, even though it's on the road, the Bengals, Seahawks, and then the Ravens. That is a tough stretch of games it is. it is almost when you look at it from a global perspective the antithesis of last year last yeah. year it was the gauntlet in the first half now you look at the back half and you're thinking wow that's kind of tough now you look at the front half and 
yeah, they've got some divisional games and, and there's some games that are, are going to be a challenge when you talk about the Raiders and things like that. But when you look at the, the schedule in general, Jeremy, real quick, what exactly is there, is anything pop out to you? You know, n- nothing that we haven't discussed sure. already. Is there anything that you noticed that you're like, wow, I'm, I'm surprised about this. This is intriguing. Anything like that stand out? I think the, the back-to-back Cleveland and Cincinnati in weeks 11 and 12, to me, that's, that's a really fun stretch. You're going to know where you stand in the division at that point. I really believe that because you've got, you've got two division games left. So that means you've played, you've played four of them and you're, you know, you, you're going to know wh- right where you stand in the AFC North at that point. But really Jeff, I mentioned earlier litmus test uh, for those two games. Really this schedule is a litmus test for the Steelers. And I think you're going to know, and I like a schedule like this because when you get to, January football where the Steelers hope to be where I think they have a really good chance to be you're going to know if this team has it in them it's not going to be one of these teams falling into the into the playoffs like the Roethlisberger led Steelers of 2020 where you just knew they go into Kansas City and that's going to be that's going to be a, a tough tough out for Pittsburgh if they make the postseason in with this gauntlet of games at the end that means that this is a team that's ready for the moment and they're a force to be reckoned with come January. I love that as a Steelers fan. Now you hope you get there and you win those games because if you lose them, then you know you you found out about your team the other way. So hopefully yeah. it's it's it comes the lesson comes in in victories and in being a a real contender. But it's going to be tough. This is I always look at it this way. If you have a season that's not the best, Steelers finish third in the AFC North. You benefit by playing a third place schedule. You have to capitalize on that. You're not yes. playing the Kansas City Chiefs. You're not playing the Buffalo Bills. You're playing teams like the New England Patriots who finished third. You're playing some other teams that are are not considered to be the best of the best. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts being another. You're, you're looking at these teams. You have to capitalize on these schedules where you're not playing the upper echelon teams that finished in first place last season. So it'll be interesting to see how the Steelers handle that. Uh, the preseason schedule, I will make that announcement quickly. They have two on the road, one at home because they have the extra home game in the regular season. Yeah. The the first game, week one, at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that is Friday, August 11th. Then they come back to Pittsburgh in week two versus the Bills, August 19th. And then they finish up with the Falcons in the third week, and that has date and time to be determined. So t- say what you want. Maybe the Bills will give them a little good, a good taste if that's the last kind of dress rehearsal for the starters. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, Jeremy, it's exciting. There's, I just yeah. talked about it in the first half. There's not a lot of unknowns left with this team right. and this organization. We kind of know what we have. And yeah, there might be a few tweaks to the roster. But what are your overall thoughts about the 2023 season as it approaches? I'm excited, man. I think the the draft, the, the offseason that the Steelers have had, I, I think you can see an a- absolutely a path to contention for the Steelers and you know, you've talked about since the Roethlisberger retirement that the rebuild process for for you specifically, yeah, that three year time frame, right? Well, maybe in year two of, of that rebuild, the Steelers can can make a push and and be somebody interesting in the AFC. It's going to be tough sledding in the AFC. If the Steelers were in the NFC, you you could basically pencil them in for oh, a playoff yeah. spot, just for sure. just the way this team is designed. But I think. Uh, Dave Damashek, the the famous Steeler fan who has his own podcast and used to work for the NFL, 
He sees the Steelers as an 11 win team. I see that that is a possibility as well, but I think this is going to be reminiscent of like the 2005 season where 11 and five for Pittsburgh, they were the sixth seed in that Super Bowl run. They weren't, didn't even win a division at 11 and five. Yeah. And this could be one of those seasons where 11, 12 wins that might only be good enough for a wild card spot. So you're going to need a really good season from Pittsburgh. Just get in the dance, man. I, I like their chances. They can just get in. But Jeremy, why don't you tell everyone what you guys have cooking on the fix coming up yeah. and maybe what you're working on for the website? Yeah. So the, the Steelers fix, we're just trying to continue to, to set up the roster with what it's going to look like post the post draft and, We'll have a few things cooking for you that I won't put up or put put out there right now. But uh, on the website, on BTSC, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, I'm going to break down the schedule and give you the top four or five matchups that I think are, are key points for the Steelers in this season, key games for them. So be, keep an eye out on that, breaking that down, and uh, just trying to to stay up to date on everything going on because it's it's a crazy time and things will start to chill down a little bit for us but if you're looking for more nfl draft content hop on over to ffsn the nfl feed and check out all the draft recaps that andrew wilbar myself are doing and brian anthony davis joining us now to to finish these out it's been fun and we're gonna keep them going yeah man i appreciate your time and uh you know we'll talk next friday have a good one you too man see ya All right, and let's finish up this show on this Friday with a heart-to-heart, as we always do. You know, the schedule's out. It's exciting. This whole offseason has been exciting when you talk about the players added, whether it's the draft or free agency. You're ready for the games to be here, right? You're ready for the games to be here. We're all ready for the games to be here, but the one thing I have to try to remind myself, and maybe it's because I'm 40 years old now. I don't know, but I have to tell myself just, You don't want to wish it all away. So here we are, May 12th. And the season, the Steelers don't go to training camp until the end of July. You know, in the end of July, you're talking about the waning weeks of summer. Shoot, it's not even summer yet. I'm trying to enjoy it. I'm trying to enjoy this time of year. I'm as excited as anyone for the Steelers season to start. But at the same time, I'm not trying to wish away months of my life, months of the year. I'm going to tell everyone out there, look, enjoy your spring. Enjoy every bit of this summer. Maybe enjoy not having the stressful moments of a Steelers game. (laughs) I know I will. And, you know, be ready to go uh, for next season when it comes around. But I appreciate you all for taking the time being with me. Make sure you check out my show on Monday. Uh, But you know how we finished out here. Beast. (laughs) Beast. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great weekend. I'm all a mess. We'll see you on Monday. Good. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.